Thank you. Um, so uh, thank you everyone for welcoming me. My name is Angela. And um, just to uh, give you a little bit of my stats, um, I'm a compulsive eater, a binger and purger and body obsessor, uh, uh, extreme dieter, uh, addicted to colonics, enemas, cleanses, detoxes. I've hidden food, I've lied about food. I've thrown food away and retrieved it from the trash. Um, I've fasted till fainting. I've gotten so dehydrated from fasting at times that I've, uh, that my mouth has cracked and bled. Um, I've done diet pills. I did cosmetic surgery, pretty much everything you can think of. I've probably done at some point in my time. So I, I definitely qualify. Um, so I've been, um, five years in this program, um, four years this past April of, of abstinence, um, that I was only able to accomplish because I got myself a sponsor and, um, who beautifully, brilliantly took me through the 12 steps. Um, and um, again, I wanna thank you all for welcoming me. So what it was like for me, um, I don't believe that I was born with this disease. I believe um, that it was birthed from childhood trauma. I can name the trauma specifically, it doesn't matter. But the point is, I believe that's when my weird little behaviors and coping mechanisms began. Um, I also don't recall, I'm a, I'm a binger, but I don't recall ever doing that in childhood. Doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I don't have any recollections of that. What I have a really clear recollection of is, um, is somehow, somewhere in very early childhood, I developed this great fear and anxiety and panic around this idea of starving to death. And it became my obsession of choice as a child. If my folks and I ever went out to someone's home for dinner or we were at a party or even nightly dinner, um, there was always this panic in me that there wasn't going to be enough food, that someone was somehow going to take not only their share, but my share too. And um, it was it was really insane thinking, especially at such a young age. Um, and by the time I was 12, I was on a diet. I was a skinny kid. I was thin most of my adult life, yet I was already on my first diet at 12 and I never really stopped after that. And, um, and then I grew up and I took all those crazy making behaviors with me. And um, I would say I was around 36 years old when, um, when everything else started to really kick into gear. Uh, the binging and purging had begun at that point. And when I say purging, I've never thrown up. I'm referring to the addiction to colonics and enemas and evacuating my body in that way. 
And um, that became very obsessive for me, you know, and all under the guise of doing this healthy thing. Um, I do believe that cleanses can be a healthy thing for people, but not for people with addictive personalities. Um, so for me, uh, you know, I did them for years, but it wasn't until I got into program that I really recognized that, oh no, this, this is part of the disease. This is what, this was not a part of being healthy or getting healthy. This was definitely a part of the disease. Um, I probably saw the first signs of having a disorder when I was about 40, 41. I know it was somewhere around the time that my mom passed away. And while I sort of saw signs of it in my mind, this was just beginning. What I didn't know is that it had been with me since childhood. Um, and even though I was starting to sort of identify the signs, I was perfectly fine with it because I was thin. And as long as I was thin, all my little tricks and stunts were working. And as long as that was happening, all was right with the world. So what happened? Um, at 45, I went into pretty fast and, and uh, profound menopause. I mean, it happened fast. It happened big. And um, within three years of that time, I had gained 50 pounds. And <laughs> of course, I went into complete, uh, you know, fit at this idea of having gained weight. And yet all of my tricks and stunts, which were still occurring, they just weren't working anymore because it's menopause, it's your metabolism, it's nature, it's what starts to happen. And um, so it was probably about a 10 year arc between the time that started to occur and the time that I finally went, let me try OA. And mind you, even though I was familiar with it as a 12-step program, um, and I knew that it had to do with doing deep excavating work, in my mind, I still, it, just, it was still just another diet idea. I was still, I was gonna get in there and do that. I wasn't afraid of the deep excavating work. I just, needed to lose that weight and I needed to do it right here, right now. Of course, once I got into the rooms and I started hearing people sharing their story and I started trying to share my own, but you know, even when I was sharing my own, it was very spun with um, this idea that, that thin is best and that's what I needed to get back to. And, um, I learned very quickly that, um, that a shift actually had to occur before my mental outlook on my own self could start to work itself out and before the food could start to work itself out. And that's where working the 12 steps comes into play. Um, what had occurred to me was that cleaning up my inner house, my sense of integrity. Um, this is what had to happen before I could even begin to address all of my compulsive behaviors, 
what was behind that, what it was feeding, because clearly it was feeding something or I wouldn't be doing it. Um, and, you know, what I call the heavy lifting steps are four through nine. Those are the ones where you really have to get really honest with yourself. And um, I, I actually look forward to those steps more than the others because I've always been someone who was a, a, a seeker and a self-help gal and, you know, what can I do to improve myself? Of course, in my disease, all of that is spun around, how do I look? But in the deeper parts of myself, I know that it's about upping the ante on my integrity. And so when I started working with a sponsor and when I started doing the steps, 12 steps, it was really the first time in my life that I recognized here are some very tangible, concrete ways to get that house in order. And um, so I went through the steps with my sponsor. It took about two and a half, three years because it was pretty intensive and sometimes could be grueling, but was remarkable. Um, so what it's like today. Um, today, I have a, a really lovely relationship with my sponsor um, who has gotten me through these steps with great care and but you know but no bullshit like really calling me on my stuff um i have sponsees which is kind of a miracle because i'm so very self-serving that the idea of being of service and giving of my time in that way was just it was just i was so resistant to it and um my sponsor would gently nudge me get on that because that's really where the recovery happens and oh just was so uh and i finally did and now i've had a couple um i'm back to one at the moment um but that's been remarkable and i never thought that could be i never thought that i that, that i just you know i don't operate that way so that's new to me and wonderful and i and it also hit me i had this really it's probably a very duh moment for all of you but for me it hit me at some point that oh this is the way i continue to go through the steps is by being a sponsor <laughs> and i just really really love that um i get inside this work one way or the other every single day without fail because it has shifted me i'm not the same person that i was when I got into this program. And that's been so um, life-saving. Um, so it's been four years now of not binging or purging uh, uh, once ever, um, of developing a genuine shift in my relationship with food. And even more awesome for me is that that panic of starvation has been largely abated. And through all of that, maybe I've dropped 15 pounds, certainly not the 50 that I had gained. And so a year ago, I had a really big, uh, maybe a year, maybe two, I had a big aha moment. I was 60 or 62 or 
I don't know, it's been a couple of years, I think, since I had this moment. I was 62, let's say. I was postmenopausal. I was not an inappropriate weight for those two facts. And part of the healing that has needed to happen is copying to my self-centeredness. And so letting go of my ego's insistence on looking like I did when I was 30 at 62 just suddenly seemed so absurd and definitely a part of my addiction, not my solution. Um, uh, so part of the healing that has needed to happen is also offering myself grace every day and not looking in the mirror with so much self-loathing and harsh indictment because I have to remind myself I am not the same person that I was when I came into these rooms. Remarkable maturation has happened. And I have to remind myself of that when I wanna get so self-hating. Um, so just a few days ago, uh, I turned in a 10th step to my sponsor and um, <clears throat> in the gratitude category, uh, I, uh, talk about a friend of mine who just two weeks ago died uh, pretty horrifically. And um, I'm sharing this with you now because it really speaks to the bottom line on what this program has done has done for me. And um, so it's just really brief, but I, I would like to read it to you. There it is. Roy has been in my head all week, but today my thought was that he died in integrity because he was a man of goodness and of service. And then I asked myself, if I died today, would I be leaving this world in integrity? And honestly, before program, I don't know that I could have answered yes, but because of this program of recovery, and even with all the imperfections I live with, today I believe the answer is yes. And for that, I am grateful. So what I know today is that what's laid on the altar is then altered, which is why I have to get inside this work every single day. I can afford not to, because uh, it doesn't take much for me to fall back into all my old behaviors and belief systems. Um, and also today, food is neither punishment nor reward, it's just, Food, and that is huge for me. Um, so I don't know that I have much more to share. Um, it's five minutes. Perfect. Um, then I will wrap up. Um, I just want to say to if that, there may not be any newcomers in this meeting, but if there are, keep coming back, of course. Um, but it's but it it's an of course, but it's huge because. There are some days when that's all I can accomplish. And that's okay, because it's just that day. And that keeps me connected. And then the sun rises again. And there's new opportunity every single day for some new recovery to happen and for some sort of connection to be had, some link, some little hook that you just need. So please keep coming back. I am so grateful for this record uh, uh, this. Uh, this opportunity. I am so grateful to my sponsor who is in this meeting and I thank her and I'm very, very grateful for recovery.
Thanks.